<laughs> with the murder, the the guy on top of the building was like, I didn't see or hear anything, and Z yeah. carried the body away into mm-hmm. a ditch out back. And Z, Z was saying like, "Yell, I'm just taking this." Piece of shit in a bag. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was kind of implied that Z fucked it. Like, what? That, that's the vibes I got from the replay. Yeah. I was, I, uh, I don't think that was implied. Okay, that was explicit. Okay. <laughs> I will say all the listeners will infer that, given the, the fucking sounds I'm going to add underneath it. <laughs> and if they didn't, they will now. Ryan Radley's yeah. like putting it on the big board. Yeah. Darius, fucked by Z. <laughs> all right. Just some jokes. <laughs> Just some jokes. Just some jokes. It didn't Just happen. Some jokes. No, it didn't happen. It's 9.07 p.m. Moonlight shines down through fog, casting the rocky dirt in a ghostly purple. The weather is cooling now. It's about 72 degrees. Z, we're on you. You're dragging Darius's body. It's way heavier than you'd think it would be. The epitome of dead weight. The limbs keep getting, like, caught in, like, rocks and and bushes and stuff like that. In your other hand, you're holding by his long hair, his severed head. His, You're not making a great effort to look at it, but you can tell the eyes are open and the mouth is hanging slack. It's dripping. So you, as you're struggling to get this body through this rocky terrain over to this ditch, you're, 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 uh, you're covered in sweat. And yet... Something about this action, hate to say it, it's a familiar feeling. Dark is gathering around on the outside of your eyes as a memory attempts to take hold. You see yourself, you're holding the arms of a nude man. Your orc friend is holding the legs. You count one, two, three and you throw the body into a pit full of corpses. You catch your breath. You come to your Z. You're standing over the ditch the nurse at Kiss of Courts had mentioned. It's a, a craggy, overgrown drop about seven and a half feet. On the other side of the gulch in the distance, you can see eyes in the darkness. Coyotes. They're probably not aggressive, they're probably just hungry for what you're dragging behind you. Z, how you doing? Uh, so Z's just kind of like looking over this ravine and feeling like weird and conflicted, but not altogether like all that guilty. Almost like this was one of the first times that he's, he feels like there's that memory, but then there's also this novel feeling of, like, not necessarily being the one, like, responsible for the killing and, like, sort mm-hmm. of being somebody there who it feels like a different perspective for him. Wow. And he's just, like, standing there at the top of the ledge for a little bit looking at these coyotes. And then he grabs the body and just, like, shuffles it to the edge and kicks it off. And then he tosses the head 
across over to the coyotes and then turns around and doesn't look back. The coyotes scatter for a moment, but then you see them sort of slinking back and doing something. A few run down to the canyon. You hear the body go, some rocks falling. So you turn and you're walking back to Xanadu now and your mind happens to be wandering. I mean, you got, you're thinking about what that technomancer told you back in Denver. Something about an organic matrix entity. It's weird stuff. But, like, you notice that as you've been thinking about this over the course of the day, it's like the image of the pod is summoned up in your mind almost without you imagining it, if it makes sense. It's like the pod is just present there. And as you're kind of thinking about it now, it feels like you're being pulled to this, not memory, but like image of the pod. You see the pod. The pod opens. Yellow light is bursting out of the pod. The head of a great beast rises out of the pod. It speaks. 26. That was your number. You come to again. How are you feeling? <laughs> Z is... Uh, so how far away from the truck am I right now? Uh, you're about 200 feet. It's like still like a few minutes. So okay. For you. Uh, yeah, I think Z is taking his time and kind of like shuffling his feet a little bit. Not in a particular hurry to like get back to the truck or get back to the clinic. Kiss of quartz. Mm-hmm. And as he's walking, he has this vision and just sort of like rocks him back for a second. And he starts thinking about the pod and he's like sort of like doing like a mental inventory. He's he's trying to sort of like identify where this like weird feeling is coming from. Mm-hmm. He has a bunch of like brain implants. So like there is an aspect of like his brain that he has to sort of like look at it from an outside perspective sometimes. And so he's sort of like thinking about the pod and like trying to understand why he has this like fixation to it. And then he has a thought for a second and he's just like, but I can't open it. Let's hop over to Pox, who's the closest to you right now. So, so Pox, you're lying back on the roof of Xanadu. You're smoking a big cigarette still. You're looking up at the purple fog twining in and out of the parking lot lights. Is the big cigarette real? Oh, I don't know. I thought I, I took it. Maybe. No. Okay, fine. It's a lolly. You're just you've got a lolly. Maybe. What are you doing right now, Pox? You t- you you let me know. So I thought the big cigarette was just a funny little joke. Okay. It's funny little joke. She handed it off to the baby hamburger. Yes. <laughs> the the baby hamburger came and took the giant cigarette and ran away. He's oh, blasted off like it was a rocket. He's too young to smoke, did you say? Yeah, he shouldn't be smoking. What are we teaching people on our podcast? No, no, no. This is a full-grown baby hamburglar. So it's like a 21-year-old baby hamburglar. Oh, oh, like 100 years in human years. Right, of yeah. course. Um, all that's real. <laughs> Wink. Eleni, what's happening on the... Or, I'm sorry. Pox. What's going on right now on the roof of Xanadu? So Pox is laying on the top of the roof looking up at the stars and her breathing has finally slowed down 
she's managed to like take some some deep breaths and her mind is very silent but starts to kind of pick back up like you can hear the gears sort of start turning again and she's thinking about her sister and wondering where her sister is and thinking oh my god why didn't I ask where she was before I killed him I I didn't even think to find out and she's thinking of her sister's face and she's thinking about her mother and where her mother is and has been and she's thinking about what Darius said to her about being proud and why he would say that and what what did it mean mm-hmm. let's hang on that moment for a minute so we're gonna do a little dice roll a keen-eared listener might recall pox has a kind of code of honor characteristic pox needs to pass certain dice roll to kill an elf we kind of ran through it, the passion of the moment. She was able to break through that in killing her father. However, I'm going to bring that rule back around to sort of do it posthumously or, you know, after the fact. and Poxhumously. If you yeah. poxhumously. Mm-hmm. So let's do this rule as a way of seeing, like, how you're handling this. So you need to roll five dice, which is your charisma and willpower. You need four hits to pass. And uh, Pox takes lethal damage if if <laughs> don't pass, right? Well, I'll let you know, pass or fail. Pox has a mutation that goes into effect uh, if she fails. That will make her very cool and strong. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hamburglaritis? Hamburglaritis. Pox, Pox was always Hamburglar Zero. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's Ronald McDonald's dad. I got three hits. Okay, that will be a failure. So, uh, relating to this this feeling, I'm going to change one of these uh, qualities of yours. So, you've always felt like you could never harm an elf. After killing your father, though, Liz has kind of shifted. In your head, you're you're seeing him before you killed him saying, you know, uh, I'm so proud of you, I'm so proud of you. You're my favorite daughter. You're seeing that, and it gives you such an awful feeling. But we'll get into what exactly that means gameplay-wise later. For now, as Pox ruminates on the roof, we're going to go to the big feature of today's show, which is going to be motherfucking Tech Wizard finally kicking off the drain. And we're just ripping this Band-Aid right off. Rules done ahead of time. Okay, we are blasting away from Xanadu right now. The camera is like, hops off Xanadu. Dollies along the dusty ground into Kiss of Quartz below the automatic crossbow helmed by the nurse. Boom, we're inside the church. We are now going down the middle of the pews where steps descend into a room full of rose quartz. And we're just jumping right into the mind of Tech Wizard. So Tech Wizard... Currently held by Dak Rambo, you 
are first dropping the spell on deck that is attribute increase. You got three hits on the drain here. You take two physical damage. So that that ripples through your body. Dak, you feel Tech Wizard bolt in your arms and a little bit of blood rolls out of his nose. Tech, we're jumping into your mind. You see him, his look, a strong jaw, stubble, a cowboy. You're a young man, and from a young age you felt he was loyal. He was warm. He was good. This man was strong and you admired that. He liked you, and that made you feel special. Uncle Faglin. Okay, now, you're dropping the increase limit spell. That's a pass. You don't take any damage, you don't take any stun. We're back in your mind, your memories. You're eating hot dogs with Faglin at an outdoor cookout. You're about seven years old. You're hearing him laugh with your father. They're drinking beers, watching vids. He's making your mother laugh around the dinner table, telling some body joke that you don't understand, but you're laughing so hard. It's so funny. You see Faglin dancing with Nana at an uncle's wedding. Boom. Okay, we're popping out of his mind again. Dak, you're seeing Tech Wizard shaking. Tech Wizard, you're now dropping Dak's armor spell. Uh, You got three hits, so you're taking two stun. He shakes again. Dak, you're also feeling like your reaction just plummets. Like, all of a sudden, like, you feel, like, slower. And the armor also drops. You're feeling like your skin feels softer. At the same time, though, Uh the crystals from before, which healed my stun damage and some residual Dak nastiness made me feel better. So this just feels like a mediuming out. Perfect. It's unpleasant, but he's feeling like he's on 30 milligrams of CBD right now, and uh, he's well into No Nut November, and he's loving it and feeling strong. But anyway, he's very, very uh, concerned about what's happening to his friend and holding him very tightly. Nice. Dak is strong, holding Tech. Tech dropping armor. You're now at minus four stun, which is probably the equivalent of, I don't know, getting hit in the stomach with a big stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Now I'll have negative two modifier from that. Now you got a negative two modifier. Boom! But don't even worry about that listener who don't like none of those numbers, because we're jumping into text. Boom. <laughs> Your brow is furrowed. You're deep in a memory. Your father is working late, so Faglin Moros picks you up from preschool. You're about four years old. You're walking with him. You're talking to him about your day. Faglin is different from the other adults. He talks to you like he's listening to you. He talks to you like you're not just some kid. You're at a chain link fence at a park. There's a ball game going on. You sit and watch. You're both sharing ice cream, drinking soda. Your team is losing and you're getting mad. Faglin laughs and tells you, not take it all so seriously. Don't take it all so seriously. You smile, you feel lighter. This feels like the best day of your life. Okay, the biggest spell now, Dak, you're holding Tech. Tech, you're dropping your control actions on Darius. You got three hits because of the minus two modifier and the plus two modifier. A lot of modifiers going on, a lot of numbers going on. By the way, for people sometimes say we don't follow the rules on this podcast, okay? Meet me in the California parking lot of your choice. I'm not mad about it when people say that. I'm actually very calm. Anyway, different subject. <laughs> Let's get back to tech. We're back on tech. Boom. 
Control actions, he's dropping control actions. The betrayal, we're in his mind now. Something bad is going on. Mom is crying all the time. Even Dad has cried a few times. You've seen him. Faglin is sitting around the dining room table. He's reassuring the family that he can bring them to safety. He's in his soldier uniform. Dad is stuffing his robes and hat into a backpack. Faglin comes to the door. It's night. He knocks. We open the door. He's not smiling. Everyone goes out and follows him. There are huge lines everywhere. You're walking down the freeway. It's packed. The wind is cold. There are soldiers everywhere. They're yelling. There's people speaking through bullhorns and and amplified voices. There's a lot of chaos. You jump. At a bang, Faglin pats you on the back. His hand is strong. You feel like you're going to be okay. Nana squeezes your hand and tells you it's going to be okay, too. You think it's going to be okay. You're walking down a line. A soldier up ahead bumps your mom really hard, and she falls down. The soldier looks down at her and laughs like she's nothing. You get so angry. You kick this guy with your boot as hard as you can. He pushes you over to the ground. You fall down, and just like that, as you're falling, everything changes. You're seeing red. You hold out your hands. Electricity ripples out. Everything, for a moment, is silent as you realize what you did. Faglin is holding you when you open your eyes. Soldiers all around you are now yelling. The officer is furious. Faglin has let people like your family through. One of the soldiers is holding up your dad's robes from the backpack. Your dad is on the ground with a knee in his back. Nana is yelling at you, run, run, run. Faglin is still holding you. A soldier hands Faglin a pistol and points at your parents. You're awake. You're looking up. Glowing rose light surrounds you. Thousands of quartz geometric marvels among the crystals, skulls, and bones. Scraps of paper with notes of remembrance. Ashes from sage. Smell melted candles. The floor is cool. You're in Dak Rambo's arms. You look up at him. He's holding you like Faglin held you in your memory. Hey, 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 there you are, buddy. You're, you're okay now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no. I'm sorry. No, no, you did so good. Tech, Tech, Squirt, you did so good. You're okay. You're okay. You're good, buddy. You're good. Yeah, there's a laugh. Yeah, there he is. Come on. Uh-oh. He just woke up. It's time to get tickled. Dak's going to go tickle him. Oh, he's crying. He's crying. He's not laughing. He's buried his face in your, uh, well, you're naked, right? <laughs> or did you no, no. I put, I, put my, I put my clothes back on. <laughs> okay, okay. It's uh, made everything on. very different now. Yeah, that would have been a very different scene. <laughs> no, no, no. I got he, my clothes on. He kind of buries his face and and you know in in your shirt and your chest and you know as you're holding him he can feel those like big strong tough hands and he can smell the kind of musk of like a working man and 
feel the kind of rough texture of, you know, the flannel or whatever Dak has on and everything, and it, it all feels so reminiscent. And he reflects on why these unique elements of Dak Rambo bring him so much comfort. And really, anybody with that strong masculine energy and caring strength. But mostly just Dak, though, right? Mostly, mostly just Dak? Dak. Mostly just Dak. Well, yeah, mostly, mostly just Dak. Dak's holding tech. And uh, he eventually, you know, pulls his face off and... Dak pushes the head right back on. <laughs> We're not done. Nope. I'm never gonna let you go, buddy. You know, uh... I was just thinking... <laughs> you remember when, um... We talked about Fakelin that one time, uh, the group of us, and you mentioned that Nana wanted you to kill him. Yeah. You know, the whole time I was thinking, like, I couldn't say anything to you guys because I'm so, I'm so ashamed that, like, like, I'm the one that got my parents killed. Hey. And, like, I lost them that day. You know, but I also lost him. And I know if it, if it hurts me this bad, I, I can only imagine how much it hurts him. Uh-huh. And however, day he didn't want to do it. And I, and I lost them both. And I can't even talk about him because every time I bring it up, Nana gets so mad. And, and it's stupid, but I kind of wanted you to meet him. I wanted all you guys to meet him. And I wanted him to know I'm okay. And I have friends, and I'm okay. Come on, Terry. And, and for once in my life, I stopped making the same mistake. I stopped. I stopped. I learned a little bit. I grew up a little bit. I'm so sorry, buddy. Hey. He's dead. He's dead, though. I'm I'm really proud of you. I, I know I'm, I'm not Faglin or Nana... But I see you, Tech, and I... You're not a fuck-up. You do incredible things, and you're an amazing friend, and... You're... Look, you're, you're my best friend. And... I, I'm, I'm a guy who doesn't have best friends, so... You made it through. And... Thanks for, um... We're gonna we're we're gonna get to a better place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you keep waking up like this. <laughs> but we're gonna put Darius behind us, and then Tech, and we're we're gonna we're gonna get you and and Pox and Z. We're gonna go to L.A. We're gonna go to the beach bungalow. <laughs> I'm telling you, Man Man Welder makes a killer margarita, <laughs> and we could even. We could even do virgin margaritas. We could just sit around and drink some nice icy juice with salt on the rim and sit and watch the uh, the sunset over the the corpse of a, a rotting giga giant. <laughs> it's beautiful. It smells awful, but it's beautiful. One time when I was uh, a teenager, I was in Chicago, of course, and I went to the lake at night. 
with this one <laughs> this one girl she was a foreign exchange student from Venezuela <laughs> and I was in theater club of course and uh you know we'd talk backstage and she'd give me rides home and one time we just went and we sat on the sand and she had brought these like Oreos but they were like Venezuelan Oreos or something we are twisting them trying to separate them seeing what side had the cream (laughs) and the air was so cool and it was so dark and somehow it was so quiet and you know she faded away but I've always I've thought about that and I thought about how like I like this girl, I, you know, I don't know. I felt like I loved her, but I didn't really know what that meant. But I love you guys so much more. And I just keep thinking, like, I just want to sit on the beach at night <laughs> and split Oreos. <laughs> I just want to, I want to finally get there. I want us to be okay. And you know what, Tech? We could get Z to find that girl on Facebook, maybe, and you could social hack your way back into her life, and we can bring her along. Who knows? That would be great if you can, like, look up her interests and stuff. I could pretend I was always into those things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I've discovered a lot of bands that way, actually. Maybe we could just sit on the beach without her, actually. This is getting (laughs) getting more nefarious by the second. But it is nice. It's nice to imagine, yeah. And he squeezes him tight. And he hugs him, and he says, let's let's just take a moment, and we'll get you back upstairs. And hell, if it's not going to be ice cream o'clock <laughs> in about 20 minutes from now, get some, some soft-serve ice cream around here for the whole gang. My mouth tastes like shit. Honestly, I definitely need that. Some water first would probably be best. Yeah, Tech Wizard, you're in your body now for, like, the first time in... Maybe like a year. Feels like twenty four hours a year. <laughs> yeah, feels like a year. What's it like being back in your body? So Tech has barely moved, you know, his body that much. Uh, when he opened his eyes and you know saw Dak above him and everything, there like his eyes have kind of been open, but as he was teetering on the edge of consciousness, you know, he was like closing them back together. But he had to like pry his eyelids together because of the gunk on his eyelashes and they burn like sand. Oh yeah. (laughs) The pus. Yeah. is pus's sister. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Eye boogers. (laughs) Eye boogers. And, um, I don't know what the atrophy of waking up from a coma would be like. And I know he hasn't been down for a super long time, but it's as if that entire time as he's sustaining these spells, He's not resting, (laughs) you know, it's like his nervous system is seized the whole time as he tries to hold on to these spells and, and reaches. He's got to be hungry. Yeah. I was thinking. Oh yeah. He's that's, he starts to realize those things. He starts to kind of come into his senses and realize how thirsty is, how hungry is. And, uh, really he is kind of aching and hurting in places he didn't even know existed. He just feels stiff. And also, for the first time in quite some time, he is in a body that isn't fit and tall and capable. And he just 
feels so heavy. It's capable. It's capable of a lot more than you think. Robohog, activate. The capable but not tall or fit tech wizard in his arms and is carrying him the way he carried him in. And he's looking proud, carrying his friend. He looks down at him. Is there like a water fountain or is there any like water nearby? Yeah, let's say there's a... Um... Yeah, let's say there's like a, a, a fucking bathroom. <laughs> a really, a really beautiful bathroom. There's a water fountain, and it's perfectly symmetrical. And Dak is like laying Tech Wizard down right in the center of this water fountain, and then just like pushing the button, and then the spout like trickles into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. Yeah, so he's, yeah in the, he's in the basin of a large water fountain in the in the in the Kiss of Course bath bathroom, just and. And water is trickling into his mouth, and he's feeling replenished. Dak is, with his other hand, uh, he's stuffing paper towels into his pockets uh, to restock Xanadu's supply of paper towels. The <laughs> Lord knows you can never have enough. Thanks for uh, changing my diaper, by the way, uh, before this. That would have been, you know, a little too much. Buddy, I changed your diaper, but uh, Z changed one of those diapers in there, too. Thank you both. I want to see them. Let me see. I I know Pox is suffering. I want to see. Yeah. Let's just go. Do you want to do a funny bit? Maybe I can come out and be like, tech died. And then. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, see, yeah, what they, yeah. see what they say. And then yeah, you, pop, you pop up and you're like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, not yeah. yet. 100%. Something like that. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really going to play really well right now. Yeah. Yeah. Probably need a little levity, you know? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, sir. It's very, thank you. Thank you. Lord. Guys, we're finally getting some alone time. Oh Jesus Christ. I thought the king would God. never leave us alone. Yes. Needy, needy. What a king, huh? What a Short freaking king. sleazy. Let me tell you. I, that I, guy's I, got his hands all over everything. Yeah, that's right. You know he's not washing it because we are in legitimate medieval times. By the way, guys, I have my... Uh, my recorder going right now so we can bang out an interlude and send it to the future. Oh, good, oh, good. good Mine's good. Yeah, mine's still been going since we got sucked in through our computers to the past. I love when this happens and we accidentally get sucked into another time and space. Oh. And somebody gives me a giant turkey leg and that's what I'm eating right now. Yeah. And it's perfectly spiced. Just you know, guys, delicious. I, we just sat down. We were trying to do an interlude. And then wouldn't you know, we get sucked into a time portal by accidentally all spilling our different energy drinks onto our keyboards. We meet a bunch of medieval people. We get taken in as wizards because of the various technology that's on our body. And now all of a yeah. sudden we got a yeah. themed interlude. I know. What it? Uh, energy drink were you drinking? Me? Yeah. I was drinking just a, a LaCroix with a little bit of crack in it. Oh, my God. So something I make oh, on my own. Nice. It's the inspiration for Dak Fuel. Oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. Well, don't do that at home, anybody. <laughs> As always, I was drinking my hua soldier fuel, uh, <laughs> just trying to absolutely demolish the interlude. I, I like to treat every interlude like a battle to the death. Mm, it shows. I think I was doing a pretty damn good job until I spilled it on my keyboard and got us sucked into, uh, well, got myself sucked. It was just kind of a coincidence that we all did. 
into medieval times. We all got sucked. Yeah, that sucks. Lenny, what were you drinking? I was drinking pussy. Oh, we love Lenny. Pussy energy drink. Pussy energy drink. straw. You get that mail to you, right? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Buy the case. You You can't buy that at 7-Eleven. Send me a case of pussy energy drink. In the case, when you say case, it's like an open suitcase with a big plastic bag in it, right? It sure is. It's a nice suitcase that pussy is sending you. Well, (laughs) pussy knows how to do it. Well, we're all jacked up on our different drinks that we use to enhance our performance. And we're here in medieval times. And some mead, mead. of course. Some nice hot mead. mead. This is a heady mead, too. Oh, yeah. Heady mead. Heady? Heady. It's more more of a head high than a body high. Oh, all right. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. We're here. We're doing the interlude. We're eating turkey, drinking energy drinks, and mead that's heady. And uh, we're... Listen, we do have to talk about the business now. Here's the do business. Do we got to talk about the business now? Yeah, we got to right. talk about the business now. It's hard to do it with that gesture over there with his... Uh, I know, look at that. Casey's been knighted. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm being knighted right now. <laughs> oh, Casey's hey, being knighted. First first order of business, Casey was knighted. Uh, it was a completely... Uh, wow, they really... They're, they're quiet as mimes in this place. Uh yeah, it's so interesting how this medieval court really is doing very little that requires like any type of uh, the armor. Sound audio the armor doesn't clink around when Let's they walk. Let's just say you do hear music and some general court walla ambiance. Ambiance. Yeah, you hear that. Well, I mean, we all hear that. But yeah, very like specific sounds that we could reference. Like, all, oh my like, god, we don't hear them. Wait a second, I you, don't know. You guys, that's a dragon flying overhead. Whoa! Wait, I see it, but I don't hear hear it. Oh my god, that's so wild. The flapping made no sound at all. Even though it's probably an easy sound effect to find, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I've had to make, they've, uh, every single dragon in the show, I've had to custom make the flapping sounds out of a bunch of different sounds. Well, that's that's one thing about Casey. (laughs) He always imagined dragons. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? On the topic of the dragons and of sounds, uh, let's talk about the new Gaiden that is out right now. Episode Ooh, one released in the future point. of when you're listening to this, not in medieval times. We got Scott. We got Trey Santivo. We got Kyle Gunch. Three very funny player characters. Yeah. And you know what? All you need to know is that this is Scott's big adventure. We are following Scott. Where is Scott? What has happened to Scott and friends? And this is like, this isn't like a prequel or something. This is like taking off directly from the the events we saw in Neoscum. So we are seeing whether or not Scott makes it out alive. You know, like Ganon was rolling every time Scott survived and Scott got lucky. And then at this point, he's like, all right, Eleni, you take the dice and uh, you got a couple friends, but, you know, if 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 you don't make it, you don't make it. And Ganon wasn't playing around about that, that's for sure. Yeah, so episode so one, tune in and see how Scott's big adventure <laughs> there's, goes. There's already been really interesting and funny, like, lore connections to the main stuff. So mm-hmm. if you want all that Neoscum content, you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash Neoscum. five bucks and you get... That at least that first episode uh, so far, and all the like 
easily over a hundred hours of content that we released, other guidance, side stories, and yep, you know, scum chats. Well, no, that's ten dollar, but there's lots of stuff no. for even just five bucks. Yeah, and then at the ten dollar level, you do get the scum chats, which are like an hour long. About an hour long-ish. The uh, next one that's coming out, I know for a fact, is the most unhinged scum Oh, is chat. that the one? <laughs> that's the, I yes, can't stop true. thinking about that one. It's I have to so edit so it this funny. week, and I'm like, I, oh, God, what the hell did we say in this scum chat? It was I, really unhinged. It, it was just I, very absurd. We're not pumping it up in a fake way. This is legitimately no. some of the most fun yeah, I've had. Yeah, in a sometimes long, we pump stuff up kind of like self deprecatingly. This is very this is just like not deprecating. Wow, wow. What yeah, this is great. were we I, thinking? I, I don't know, but we, we played, had a great time. We played the raw of the scum chat from my recorder uh, to one of the princes earlier, and it like his nose started to bleed and he fucking died. <laughs> yeah. And it's like. And he like shriveled up into like a little ball as if it was like a time paradox thing. He couldn't handle it. Speaking of a little ball, which actually does not relate at all to what I'm going to say. She's sipping from her pussy case ever so soon. Yeah, yum, yum. That's a suitcase. Uh, by the That's way. Suitcase. Uh, yeah, we also have the Neo Scum Valentine, which we did several years ago now, is available digitally on our website. Valentine's Day is coming up, so if you need a little sniff of that neoscum valentine goodness that you never got to get a physical copy of or you've not heard about it somehow mm-hmm. until just now you can find that at neoscum.com slash limited run and yep. speaking of sniff i'm getting a big sniff of that case of pussy right now that is <laughs> yep that's that's almost as heady as this meat is everybody take a good sniff so order yourself liquid. order yourself a case of pussy pussy juice pussy <laughs> Pussy pop. It yeah. is technically just a pussy. Juice. Or order yourself a, a big case of pussy and oh. read that Neoscum Valentine. And other than that, I guess just have a good day. Day. Day and 2021. Hey, is that another uh, dragon? No, wait. That's not a dragon. It's the train. That's a wyvern. Oh, yeah, it's a train. It's a train. (laughs) It's a train. It's not a wyvern. Oh, and the train is like, it's like uh, the the train in Back to the Future 3 taking us back to the present to finish this episode. Whoa. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. No, no, no. Way out. We have to say that there is one new song by Gio Benedetti in this episode. That's right. After last episode with two new songs, we have one last third one that I think is amazing and makes me cry. It's very good. Yay. Gio Gio, Gio Benedetti at Bandcamp. Trust me, you're going to want to stick around. Oh, my God. The train is leaving, but I'm pretty sure Lenny left one of her cans of pussy energy drink in the in the past and it's That's changing c- it's changing everything yay Whoa! pussy Whoa! medieval people discovered pussy energy drink whoa, yeah. whoa. whoa. still getting pulled through the hole uh, I'm back in my house and it's made of pussy energy drink everything is just that wow let me just turn on my pussy you energy guys, TV real quick I oh. am a pussy energy drink Joe uh, Pussy Biden is uh, talking (laughs) to the public right now. All my cats are pussy cats. Oh, man. Now that's just sweet. That was the case either way. Pussy Bernie should have won. Bye. Bye. Pussy Bernie. (laughs) All right. Bye.
Okay. Kiss of Quartz exterior. Pox is sitting on the roof of Xanadu. Z, you just walked around the front of Xanadu, and you're just sort of like leaning on the front, looking at the Kiss of Quartz, waiting to see what happens. If you guys want a moment, you can take it right now. Uh, we can just go into... Is it, Are you guys speaking, or is it silent? Uh, I think it... Oh, oh. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> I, think we, I think we probably shared a long moment of silence before, yes. before this. She's still on the top of the truck. Is he, like, leaning on the truck, or did he climb up there? Or just standing? Or... I think uh, Z's on the ground. He, like, they can see each other, but Pox is up on top of the truck, and Z's mm-hmm. just, like, standing on the dirt. Have you ever thought about, like, what, like, being really old? Like, really, really old? No. Me either. I don't think I have. I know. I'm thinking about it now. Feels like for the first time ever. I always think if I get too old, I think about my like cybernetic implants falling out. Ugh. Like like they don't fit in my body anymore, and they're like loose and saggy. Ugh. Like like you outgrow clothes and stuff. I guess most people just get it like repaired over time, or you get new stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a way to to avoid that, for sure. But sometimes that's how I think about getting old, you know? Just, like, walking around and slowly little tiny pieces fall out of you. I definitely can't keep eating this much candy if I want to live to be really old. <laughs> you could balance it out. You could take, like, nutrition pills or something. I mean, I, I, I do a lot of exercise. I guess maybe that helps, but... Maybe it doesn't. I don't really know. It's been a weird. I don't really know. It's been a weird month, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. I fucking killed my dad today. Yeah. Also, uh, update on your dad. I don't know. If, I don't know if you want to know this, but I think coyotes are eating his body right now. Oh, thank God. Yeah. That is amazing. That is honestly. That's the best. Couldn't have, couldn't have planned it. Any, yeah. yeah. I did what I could. Thanks for um, being there. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. Thanks for being there for me. Yeah. Do you think Tech is dead? I hope not. <laughs> no, don't, I don't say that. I don't say that. Because it looked like Mike was just about to say something. I was just about to walk out holding the dead Jesus Christ body of <laughs> Tech Wizard. Take it he's away. He's got, uh, Dax got this really somber look on his face, and he's just saying nothing as he's walking to you guys slowly. Tech is not moving. Guys. Hey. I'm so sorry. What's up? Fuck. I'm so sorry. What happened? So they were able to to heal me, but I went down, and I don't know if if their their room wasn't right, but fuck. Pox is just staring so blankly at them, <laughs> and Z has the exact same expression on his face, just like Bleh! he he does like a pop thing at you guys. But as he does it, 
his body is so fucked up that he like pulls something in his back and then he like tumbles out of Dax's arms and thuds to the ground and is just no, like no, let me do a reaction roll to try to catch this guy. No, uh, that was the funny part. That was the funny part. Your reaction roll is to to pick me back up. Tech takes one physical damage, which is for that. just enough to kill him. Yeah. Uh, uh, gotcha, guys. Tech Hi, fine. Why would you bring the body out? The boy is back. The boy is back. I'm back. Tech, tech, come on, get off the ground. I can't really what move. What is wrong I don't with you? I, I don't think, even if <laughs> I didn't fall, I don't fuck? think I could really get up. I just, Have you... Take a knee. Take a knee. We got a guy down. We all got to take a knee. It just felt like we needed oh, some levity. I'm sorry, Ed. Now I'm, now I'm realizing. Not yet. Now I'm, the mood... Yeah, it no, probably no, no. like yeah. This was not the this is a right. weird time Tech, to do even this, though you yeah. fell, you not don't need time. to take the fall for me. This was a Dak Rambo original <sighs> idea. Thought it would be pretty hilarious if I came out and we were like, "Oh, Tech's dead!" But bloop, he's alive. You guys would be so relieved. We'd all laugh, and we're gonna get some soft serve ice cream around here. We're gonna have a good night. Look at this beautiful moon. We got purple fog over here. We invite the crossbow guy up on top of the building. Okay, I'm just going to say that pretending he was dead and then the relief that we would feel from him not being dead was basically the same exact relief that we have had anyway. So yeah, now it just yeah. added a layer of tension I mean, on top it, of when that. You, no, when you say it, I mean, like, yeah, nah. when you lay it out like that, it's very, it's very clear. Like, part of me, like, for a second, I was like, oh, like, you know, Tom Sawyer asked, like, what will they say about me at my funeral? Uh, not, not like I doubted it, but it was just, uh, I was just like, oh, I think we should have waited like, longer. You're lucky. I knew, I knew that it was a prank just right from the get go, because otherwise, I would have thought How'd Tech you know, was a Tech? zombie. How do you know Z? I was kind of peeking out of one eye. His cyber hog was moving up and down too. I can see it on the Matrix. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, well, well there we go. Guys, and I was just looking to Z for like, you know how to really react because I've had a lot of reactions uh, recently. I'm a little worn out. Yeah. I don't really know. I can't have any feelings anymore. Whoa. Whoa. Is this all because of the prank? Jesus Christ, Pox. So it was just sorry. a joke. We shouldn't have done the prank. <laughs> no, yeah. I you must guys should be. not have done the prank. You should not. I think we could have done the prank in a different way. Maybe it would have had yeah. a better a better result. Uh, you know, note taken. Uh, wrong. Uh, all right, wrong. <laughs> Not well agree to disagree. Maybe we can do a poll later for the uh the can, can we just pick us. tech off the ground already? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a knee, all right? I'm waiting for everyone else to take a knee before I pick him back up. I'm trying to pick him up. Can I sit on the roof with Pox? No. Please. Yeah. I'm gonna get you on the roof. <laughs> Carrie. Climb up. On. Just Carrie. climb. Z, this is all you. Carry tech up. No, there. tech needs Screw to, that. We need to stop moving tech. Okay. I'm you not, need to start I'm not, moving. I'm not dragging any more dead right. weight around today. Tech, just, you carry me later, too. Just put me on the hood. Just put me on the hood. All I need is to get on the hood, and then I can make it up. Pox, like, reaches down. She's, like, reaching down to grab Tech's arms, and Tech reaches up to grab her hands. She starts trying to pull him up onto the roof. What the hell? Is she the and, Slender yeah, Man? And now she's getting a... Uh, <laughs> oh, why? Because it's too she's tall? Getting, she's getting a spider hook? sense that says, oh, you're about to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... It, uh, if, you put, if you put me on the hood, she can pull me up. No, we could just pull the little hood lever and then it'll go boing, boing. and then it'll okay. shoot him on top. <laughs> Here's how she's going to make it work. She's actually dangling from her toes on the edge. She's just using she's her toes body. on the edge. Super she's strong. light body. She's... 
got, she's got magic. thighs of steel. She can lift her whole body and flip backwards. Up and on she the can roof. do it all with her toes. She picks up tech. She uses just her toes to bend all the way without bending her body. Her body's planking, and it just sort of does a forty-five degree, no, one hundred and eighty degrees. Extremely whoop, impressive. And now She's wow. standing. Jesus, wow. Tech is there. He's, he's like sliding like, off. Lean, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's leaning on you and just like quietly in the moment, he's just like, I'm sorry, Pox. And then he, he, he like, you know, he hugs you and, and you're carrying a bit more of his weight than normal, but he really is trying to give you like a, like a good one. And she puts her head right in his belly because he's so tall and she's so small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, quick <laughs> reveal for everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, tech, tech wizard, yeah, eight feet, eight feet tall. Yeah. Well, Pox is like five feet or four feet. She's very small. I forgot what I said. I think oh, I might, she might be four feet. Tech wizard uh, used to be the center on the Lithuanian national basketball team. Uh, so <laughs> very tall man, very yeah. tall, which is why he's such a capable body. <laughs> yeah. I can speak Lithuanian. Even too. if he was five foot seven, that's still a foot and seven inches I, taller. I think you've that's said belly. You're, I think you've said you're closer. My to belly five is feet. not a foot away from the top of my oh, yeah, head. Though. You're right. You're <laughs> maybe she's four feet eleven. <laughs> a foot and a half is right next to the belly. <laughs> I I have had friends. I feel like as short as Pox. Oh, humble uh, brag. And okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all of us have a lot of places. variety to the heights of our friends. Or maybe it's more. Maybe it's more chest level. Uh, okay, hug, listen, lean, listen. Head lean. <laughs> when she bends her head all the way down, it's it's on the belly. Pox, you don't have to lean. You don't have to lean at the waist ninety degrees. You can. Uh... <laughs> uh, but I like it. Okay. Hey, I like to. Guys, can I can I ask an awkward question? Yeah. Is uh, is that guy? Is he dead? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's dead. Well, that seems like maybe cause for celebration. And I think one of you guys suggested getting soft serve ice cream. I think that was you. I think that oh, was you. Uh, oh, that was a great suggestion. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was a good suggestion. Do you Should guys we use the machine in the back? Do we have any of the the liquid stuff? It's still broken. Left? It's still <sighs> broken. Yeah, this thing's always broken. Damn, guys. Uh, can we just sit here just for five minutes? Yeah. Oh yeah. In silence. Yeah. Yeah. You Maybe mean with real, uh, real time silence? Yeah, like instrumental playing in the background or yeah. just complete actual silence? Yeah, you know, maybe the instrumental. Uh, probably. Let me see what I have on the. Uh, it honestly would be funny if you just had. Xanadu. If you had like 10 consecutive seconds of complete silence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, that is something I would do with like the uh, ambiance. Uh, tech, intention wise, is hoping that we can sit together on the roof because he, he asked uh, in the last episode if like. After he's back, if we could just sit and watch the stars for just a few minutes. Yeah, a little roof party. Yeah. Dak goes into the Xanadu real quick and moves the hand down. So it's like holding, reaching out for Zenith to like arm up. Oh, man, I should have done that. I'm imagining it. It does like uh, this thing. Uh, like a cool can, but like, telephone. But then you like, like you can like ten. crawl up the up the hand, you know, onto the truck. <laughs> like a little staircase. <laughs> it's like a, yeah. What mm. is that hang loose? Yeah, yeah, hang I think loose. So. Yeah. Or hang yeah. ten, hang loose. Or I love or call you. Me. No, I no, love I you. Love as I guess this is, call, this is call me? Yeah, no, I call, yeah, whatever. Call me's this, right? 
Yeah, call yeah, me. Yeah, call me. As well. If it's you're just listening to our, to our podcast, which you most likely are, and just if you have hands, <laughs> doing hand gestures. Um, yeah. yeah so uh, Z gets boosted up there. He climbs up the hand like a little staircase, and uh, Dak just does one standing jump from the ground all the way up to the top of Xanadu. What? He's got insane hops. <laughs> just no, let no, it go. Just let box it go. jumping. Yeah. <laughs> just let it go. He's wearing moon boots. Actually, <laughs> okay. the crystals okay. really help me out. Uh, <laughs> So everyone's sitting on the top of Xanadu right now, looking up. The fog is is covering the moon and the stars, so you it's 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 just a black night sky. You can see the lights of the town of Houndstooth. The nurse is, of course, still sitting up at the automatic crossbow. You can see a light. She's checking her calm. And you're here, and you guys spend five minutes in silence. Yeah, and can I say something real quick before the silence starts? Mm-hmm. Just while we're sitting here, if there's no stars out, mm-hmm. and Tech is probably disappointed that there's no stars. Yeah, uh, this was like his fantasy, and Dak's just looking at his friends and says, I'm looking at some stars right now. <laughs> and Z, just real quick, projects the stars up onto the clouds with his ocular drones, just so that there's like little twinkly pieces of light. <laughs> stars. Aww. Zenith. They're not real, Tech. They're not real. I know, I know, but I'm pretending. He's leaning on Z at this point, too, and, and gives him a hug, too. And Hey, buddy. Good to see you. Thanks for taking care of me, man. I love you. So, Z... Ever since you approached Xanadu after dumping the body, it's like this imagination or this memory of this this pod. It's closed, but it's it hasn't left your mind. And it's only been growing. And you can't make it go away. It's like a stomach ache that starts small but gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're here and you're and you're experiencing all this with your friends and you're certainly feeling connected to them, but the pod thing is like it's unshakable. It's like you've found something within yourself that wants I don't know. But you feel this intense uh, uh, need to go back to the pod. Maybe that'll make it go away. Hey, uh, you guys want to go over to that building and get soft serve? Yeah, that would be so great. Yeah, they're definitely. Oh my God, Eagle Eye Z. Oh yeah, I looked it up on my uh, maps off too. Sure enough, there's like a little like sort of like cliff, not cliff, but like there's like a little hiking path that leads down the hill by the church that like goes across down to the street, and there's a there was an ice cream shop. It's 10 p.m., but it's a 24/7 ice cream shop. It's called um uh uh whew, what's a good name for an Arizona ice cream shop in a mining town. Uh, Rocky Road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Red Rocky Road. Yeah. Red Rocky Road ice cream. Z's like, yeah, let's go over to that uh, ice cream place. I'll, I'm going to grab something out of the truck real quick, though. I'll, I'll meet you guys over there. Okay. Sounds good, Z. Okay. Hey, just so you know, there's a little rule. If you're able to spot a soft serve ice cream place, that means you get to drive the truck later. Ooh. He winks at Z. Maybe I'll drive <laughs> it right now. Away. <laughs> 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 Real funny, buddy. 
Uh, but he winks at him. So the three, Dak, Pox, Tech, walk on down the dirt path to head on over to the ice cream place about a 10-minute walk away. Z. Z rips you... his face off, mm-hmm. and it's Darius underneath. Oh, my God. I knew it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that no. This so is funny. freaking <laughs> crazy. I, I didn't tell believe. Ganon. I didn't tell Ganon. <laughs> wow, this is a shocker, but it makes narrative sense. So... <laughs> <laughs> so Z, yeah, he, he pulls. The, he's he's like, what's this zipper at the top of my forehead? <laughs> <laughs> wow, when did that happen? Okay, so Z, you're at the back of the truck now. Uh, the parking lot lights are shining bright. Z has like no recollection of what happened after everybody started like tromping off. He just like all of a sudden is standing right in front of the pod in the back of the truck, uh, and he has his like both of his hands are on it, and he's trying yeah. to. He's like trying to like immerse himself in what it feels like and what it looks like and mm-hmm. what like the back of the truck smells like because what he's trying to do is sort of like he can feel that there is this thing hidden in him in his brain and he's trying to like sort of like coax it out by by giving it what he thinks it wants. Yeah. Which is the pod. So your your hands are on the pod right now and you can see there's like red specks of blood on the pod from the killing earlier. Of course. There's like a pretty grisly uh, red spot that's going to take a little while to clean that you're sort of close by, but so there's like specks of red on this silver very, very large, I think I said it was like eight feet uh, long, uh, uh, but it's, it's like a very large coffin and silvery. The more you look at this pod in the meat space, this space around you, the more the image of the pod in your mind, it's even more present now. And like unfocused vision, both pods are like side by side in your perception, in your live eye and in your mind's eye. The pods are side by side. And then they fold together. One pod in both your mind and in your eyes. And you feel the word rippling through your nerves. Awake. Rippling through you. Awake. The pod snaps open opens up. You see the physical lock that you weren't able to open before. The physical lock spits. It sprays. It sparks. The clasp pops open. Pod opens up. It is open. The pod is open. Like a silver sarcophagus. And within it you see, lit from the inside, two different levels of industrial sealed plastic bags. There are descriptions on each, Bonka, Sardonicus, Memory, Terence, Grebel, Clone DNA, Marjorie Purpler, Magic Potential, Kambundan, uh, Muscular Strength, Machine Training. You're just seeing like all these words and all these names, and then you can feel your brain is already like latched into the pod's interior computer. And these two levels of airtight bags of fluid rise up mechanically and spread out revealing the actual bed of the pod. And at the bed of the pod, there's, like, a grooving base that, like, a body could lie in. There is no body there, but you do see something rising out of it. It's the entity. The entity has taken the form of a bison. So it's a gigantic bison head is looking at you dead in the face that has risen out of the pod. Its breath is hot. It's blowing in your face. Is there anything you'd like to do? 
Z is like shaking throughout all of this and like really he was like waiting to see what was going to be in sort of like the bed part of the pod and he truly truly was like expecting somebody to be there or somebody like the idea that this bed was empty felt like almost like like punch of anti-climax like he just like was expecting everything to be answered by this bed and all of a sudden it's empty and then this horrendous bison head comes up yeah and you can tell it's it's existing within your mind's eye, but it feels real. Right. You know, it's, it is the entity within you that is making itself present. And it's taken the form of this thing, and it's breathing hot in your face. And then it opens its mouth, and it takes a bite of your face like an apple and just starts eating you. And you feel the entity eating you until it's completely chewed and swallowed your whole body. And now... Now you're lying within the pod. You're lying within the grooving bed of the pod. You hear the entity's voice. We are united. There was nothing ever wrong with your mind. It was me. It was me all along. But you finally found me. 26. You found me. have a moment you feel like you can speak to the entity who what are you I am your potential I am what you can be there's so much to tell you but now sleep Your clothes are folded underneath your head like a pillow. You can feel an IV drip attaching, whizzing out of the side of the pod and attaching to your arm. The two levels of fluids sink back on top of you, or just like directly above your head. It's not crushing you. It's just like the vessels are just on top of you in this in this little lit sarcophagus. The first layer of the pod closes on top, and you can hear the physical lock refixing itself. <laughs> The top of the pod, you can hear it closing on top of you. You feel like you can't move your body anymore. The entity is is taking command of your calm, and he's just sent a message to the rest of the Neoscum. What is the message? Hey, guys. I'm uh, doing okay. Just taking... Uh, Got to run an errand real quick. And now you're going to... You get a response from tech... Vanilla, chocolate, or twist? And the response is just, why not a twist? <laughs> oh. ah. Okay, so uh, Z wants a twist. Um, small, medium, or large twist? Give him a large. Okay. <laughs> Z, you're going to sleep. So, like, Z in all of this has, like, lost control of his body and, like, essentially in that same way that he sort of doesn't remember, like, going into the truck and going into the back. It's the same sort of thing where it's, like, one second he was standing there getting eaten by this bison head and then 
now he's laying on his back inside the pod. And as he finally closes his eyes in the pod and all of the layers sort of like stack on top of him again, he closes his eyes and his real vision goes completely black. And then when he opens his eye into the matrix, his normal view, which is usually this sort of like blue grid lines all over the place, is now has this like same yellow emanating hue that the bison head did and the golden light coming out of the pod as he opened it. And even as his body is like trapped in a singular place, he now finds himself easily able to like sort of glide around the matrix in a way that he's never been able to like move around before. Good night, Z. Good night, 26. Good night. God, we are gonna play so much blackjack. (laughs) You have no idea. I can't wait to come back and find the pod exactly as it still looked before. Yeah, and then tear this motherfucker apart. We are gonna spend the next fifty episodes in this town looking for (laughs) me.
I was like, okay, we clearly are reaching the end and like Z is still 100% here. So like, is he going to get abducted by aliens? <laughs> I really thought that he was going to get abducted by aliens. But this is similar. God. This oh. is kind of like getting abducted. Yeah, yeah. This uh-huh. is a Shadowrun version. The, yeah. yeah. When the I take my break, Dak is going to get abducted by aliens who uh, probe him. and. Uh, but they all look exactly ooh. like Dak. I mean, he d- he did get probed. He got uh, he's has an IV in him. Yeah, he probed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a big steel thermometer up his butt too. We didn't go oh, over yeah. that in the podcast, but that's just for right, the Patreon. We really listeners. should. Well, you had that before the pod. Next episode, we'll start like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I I'll still be I'll still be in the next seven episodes describing exactly what Z is doing in the in the pod. In the pod, <laughs> Z is laying. Z is laying down. Neil Scum is Blair Britt, Mike Migdal, Gannon Reedy, Eleni Sovajot, and Casey Tony. This episode of Neo Scum features music from Hozak Records. It may have been edited or modified for use. Track and artist details can be found in the liner notes for this episode. Learn more about Hozak and the artists they support at hozakrecords.com. Texan Jesus. Texan Jesus.